Hello and welcome to Gentlemen Don't Get Caught, a podcast that's partly about REM. It's definitely about REM and not about all the tangents that we go on. No, definitely not. Not not at all. Not at all, uh, Lynn. You're joining us, uh, that's me and Ali, for this episode about the third track on the third release that we've talked about, but the second full-length album, uh, Reckoning, and this is So, Central Rain. Yes, which... uh, as we discovered last last week, I was labouring under the uh, misapprehension for many years that it was so full stop Central Rain, where turns out it's South Central Rain, right? I'm I'm pretty sure it's South Central Rain. Okay, uh, but if anyone knows differently, especially if they know that Ali was right to begin with, and I have miscorrected him, let us know. I just thought they were being cool and quirky with punct- punctuation in the middle of a song title. Well, I appreciate a bit of quirky punctuation, but yes. Is as that... much as the next man. Yeah. At least. At least as <laughs> at much least. as the next man. Probably more. Probably because, oh, you know, the next man's probably very undiscerning. <laughs> <laughs> um, we it's can only assume. Un, un, uncharitable interpretation of uh, uh, a large chunk of humanity there. But never mind. Yeah. On we, on, on we go. On we go. So I have to apologise up front if I get the next few songs confused. Because... Y- you better not. I know. Uh, so, South Central Rain and Time After Time, um, <laughs> mm. I first heard long before I ever heard Reckoning. Ah. So one of the so first R.E.M. albums I've Out bought, of context. Yes, exactly. Other than, obviously, I guess Automatic for the People was probably the first From one. their context untimely ripped. Are you making references that I'm not getting? <laughs> <laughs> it was it was it was it was meant to be a, a Macbeth reference for I like no I real feel reason. Sad that I didn't get it and I've only <laughs> last read Macbeth at school. Uh that was that was when I uh last read You obviously it, studied it a lot harder than uh, I did. Yeah, just so so studious. So so studious. So, studious. so anyway, before I derailed us, uh, you heard this outside of the context of the album. Yeah, so you can probably hear me taking my glasses off and messing with my hair on this recording. So How dare you, the out. lack of professionalism. <laughs> uh, right? And now everything's a bit blurry, so I'm not <laughs> sure this is better, as long as I have to click anything on the screen. That was blurry, blurry, of course, not a an R.E.M. song. In fact, a Puddle of Mud uh, new metal track from uh, the early 2000s. Now you're making me look bad that I'm unfamiliar with the work of Puddle of Mud. <laughs> I do vaguely I, remember them. I, I, I'm, not, I I'm not sure that it's something to be particularly ashamed of. Okay, I'm not going to promise to do a Puddle of Mud podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, unless, unless it's demanded by many listeners. Yeah. It w- will have to be literally inundated. We will take bribes. Yeah. What's what's your minimum bribe level? Mine's three turnips. Uh, just f- generally or for a puddle of mud podcast? That is that is an important qualifier. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like the bribe level for a puddle of mud podcast needs to be substantially higher. Um, right. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think I think in, in order to like keep the strength of our negotiation position, I think I think we shouldn't reveal your actual bribe level. We should leave that a mystery so that people will, you know, bid high. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Cuz I've I've I'm more worried that everyone will like lowball me. 
<laughs> and assume that it's a lot lower than it is. What the whole like every man has his price, and apparently Lin's is, is even less than three turnips. It's the bare minimum, really. Might even accept a Swede. <laughs> anyway, Swedes are less good at raw though. Raw turnip mm. is pretty nice in a way that Swede is not. Well, well, yes, that's why I said that it was it was uh, infi- uh, implied that it was inferior. Oh well, you're right. I think I agree with you. I have no idea where we were. You, you'd heard this a long time before you'd heard the album, many moons ago. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to the first REO albums I ever bought. I mean, it's got to have been automatic for the people, surely. If you're a normal person and not like I me. I imagine. It was probably that and then... But shortly after that... Mm. I bought documents because I think I just went to HMV or whatever it was back then and just grabbed some REM albums. Oh, it's Milton Keynes, so it would have been HMV. They did have Virgin Music, though, which was huge. Yes, I think it was probably slightly before the Virgin... But I don't think they built it until, I don't know, I think it might have been in sixth form. No, maybe not. Maybe it was year 11 or something. Yeah. Anyway, I think it. I think it was, that was after I would have bought my first set of R.E.M. albums. I mainly remember Virgin Megastore because they had more consoles you could play on. Yeah, because then, then it was a Zavi for a bit and then it disappeared. Is it a Gap now? I think it's actually the other Zavi, as in like the clothes store now oh yeah i know what maybe you mean. fascinating for anyone who hasn't been to the wonderful t- citadel of uh, of milton Keynes. here's some niche local like shopping center news i think i might need to take i might need to turn my game down it's fine until i've realized that when i laugh a lot it clips okay well i promise not to be amusing for the rest of the episode yeah just keep it down i'll try to laugh like facing in a different direction <laughs> anyway what was i so i bought document the edition that i bought which at the time, I didn't realise there mm. were multiple editions of any albums particularly. Uh, mm. But I have discovered now is the IRS Years Vintage Ooh. edition. Contains some bonus tracks at the end, including a live rendition of Time After Time, mm. Red Rain by Peter Gabriel, and South Central Rain, all on the same track. Huh. So I listened to this album through, and then really loved this medley, and really loved those songs. But really had no idea of their provenance ah. for like many years after, because hmm. it was probably I didn't probably didn't listen to Reckoning for a, maybe a decade. And, and and presumably this is far enough in the past that the automatic like oh well I'll just Google it wasn't quite so like ingrained yeah, in everyone's brain. Yeah, quite. And then suddenly heard Reckoning. I would guess yeah maybe twelve or so years later. No I don't know way. That's, exactly that's, right. that's a long time. Yeah, and then suddenly went, oh, that's where those songs are from. It just, it, it just, that seems a long time for it not to occur to you that, like, I like this song, maybe I should find out where it's... Right, exactly, but it was already on this album, so I was like, I can just listen to it on this album. God, and presumably it's a really good version, so you didn't necessarily think, oh, well, the album version's got to be superior. Yeah, exactly, it's a good live version. Mm. It was even longer till I realised that Red Rain was a Peter Gabriel song. Oh, okay, yes. And picked up a copy of So in a charity shop. Mm. Um, But there you go, Uh, yeah, that's not a bad album either. I'm almost entirely unfamiliar with the work. Is it uncool to say that there's a Peter Gabriel album that's all right. Um, I don't know. I think think it's allowed. I don't care anymore. I think of, like, he he used... Did he used to be in Yes as well, or was that a different... He was in Genesis. Oh, sorry, Genesis. Yes, uh, not... I managed to say yes again. (laughs) Because prog bands were very uncool, and then people who were all in prog bands were very uncool, but I feel like... Uh, Peter Gabriel was way cooler than Phil Collins, who is yeah just almost almost like 
the platonic ideal of 80s uncool music. I, I'm I, sorry, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm almost certainly causing consternation uh, in, in our listenership with that, with that bold statement, but... Should we should we actually talk about about the song rather than oh, I mean yes. it's nice to get that kind of backstory on how you came across it. Mine is not so interesting. I just heard this album and went, "Huh, that's a cool song." So the re- well, my reason that I was apologising for the confusion is because on the on the <laughs> album live on the live medley on document. Mm. It's at time after time is before South Central Rain, uh, and of course on the album they flip round. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, so in my mind, I'd... it was very apt that you apologised. On this, yes, on well, this track which of one's tracks, which is, uh, <laughs> is sometimes difficult for me. Yeah. Yes. So, do you? You've already said you rate it, but uh... yeah. So, South Central Rain, they're both fantastic songs, and both of them are kind of up there mm. with like my favorite REM tracks. Oh yeah, this is possibly my favorite of theirs. It's very what, South much... Central Rain. Yes. Okay. Very See, much. I was going to flip reverse that and try huh. not talk about it before we got to the time after time <laughs> episode and say that time after time is mm. probably... But yeah, Sound Central Rain is great. So, what do you like about this track, Ali? I like the melancholy because that is a favourite musical mood <laughs> of mine. It's, um, yeah, it, it's just got like a steady kind of build up i like the the bass guitar playing in the first verse it's kind of like a nice contrast yeah the bass the bass is great it's kind of like jumping around a bit i mean not not in a very obtrusive manner but it kind of gives it gives the song some propulsion because the mm. the the guitar and the drums are ploddy sounds really negative but it's not ploddy because together it isn't ploddy but it's it's the steady bit and the and the bass is kind of like the subtle like interest under underneath in terms of uh, the an underlying it's not the, it's not the melody because that's what's being sung mm. but it's like it's the the vocals and the bass are sort of like the interesting bits and the guitar and the drums are kind of like pinning it down and holding it together i love the vocals uh the mm. like the plaintive high notes when he when he sings the I'm sorry bit, which I'm not even going to attempt because that would be <laughs> both cruel and unusual. Sorry! <laughs> that, 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 was, that, was, that was bold. Gonna, that was bold. Thank you. <laughs> um, especially because it's late and my other half is in bed. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so as, <laughs> didn't want to yeah. do that too loudly. Yes. And I, I like the sort of dramatic interlude that you have about a minute and a half in which it also which also like f- foreshadows the outro you've got some kind of like crashing drums which are cool nice harmonies it's really really good and then uh the ep- the outro um i have described as <laughs> in my notes i've written written down the outro is mighty with the word mighty in all caps <laughs> i think that's the one bit i forget about this song is the fact the outro like rather than kind of gradually diminishing just sort of gets do 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 yeah it's like it's almost it's almost like a third of the song in terms of the actual mm. song length it just yeah just builds and builds and then it kind of hammers on that um that piano like note uh or chord at the end i think there might you might be changing it around a little bit i don't think it's just one chord it's just really really epic and i freaking love it yeah i don't really have much to answer that but yeah, I do. I like the, I don't know. I like the way it travels. Mm. 
Yes, yes, it definitely definitely feels like it's taking you on a on a on a journey. I oh I do like the the little um I think it's again it's a bass figure on the when he he goes to the the chorus um when it's uh, the do 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 I'm sorry do 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 it's just this nice little hook and it's very good. We should probably talk about the lyrics, shouldn't we? Yes. Did you have a call? I waited for your call. Um, the rivers of... Is it rivers of perception? No. These, these rivers of suggestion, which are... Driving me away. Yeah, I wanted to mention that because I I really like that. I don't know why I find that as evocative as I do, but it's it, it's a it's a good image. A lot of water in this song. I mean, as you might expect for a song titled <laughs> uh, South Central Rain... But I don't think the lyrics actually mention the rain, so it's implicit rain. Uh, yeah, I think it's implicit place as well. I don't mm, think there's any specific like locations that are mentioned, mm, but I might be wrong. Yeah, well, you've got uh, you've got uh, a well, we've got cities washing away. We don't know which mm. ones. When uh, we've got the city on the river is a girl without a dream, and then you've got a variation of that later, which is the city in the mountains is a boy without a dream. So I don't know. Maybe if you know <laughs> Georgia geography, you might be able to pin <laughs> that down. But um, it's hugely like evocative mm. somehow. You know what I mean? Like for a song without with like very few specifics, I guess. Mm, mm. Yeah, but it has like a real sense of like it has it has definitely has a sense of like mood. Like you were saying, a sort of like plaintive, almost like kind of desperate, mm. melancholy. Um, but it has like a weird sense of place without being too specific without about... Without being definitely identifiable. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But the image is like, even just having like the image of like the trees will bend, you know, like everyone's mm. seen trees blowing in the wind, but it's it, it's just a very easy image to conjure up in your mind. And that's, it just describes a certain kind of weather. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like an apocalyptic. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a, it's like a gentle apocalypse. <laughs> uh, gentle but unstoppable. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I I have to say I only noticed this when I looked looked it up. I I'd never caught this bit, but the the line the wise man built his words upon the rocks. I was like, huh, that's that's almost like a biblical image. Because you've got the parable of the man building the house upon uh, upon the rocks versus the man yeah. built the foolish man building the house upon the sand. I was like, huh, I've never noticed that before. Obviously, there's a little change there with it being words rather than rather than a house. But it's kind of like, huh, that's a, an interesting little image to or illusion to uh, sneak in there. And like you say about the melancholy. Um, you know, the following lyric about mm. not being bound to follow suit mm. to, like, you know, build your words or whatever on, like, yeah. truth or some kind of solid foundation. Mm. Like, there's a sort of, like, melancholy. Like, not bound to, I don't know what that implies, that it's, like, intentionally not yeah. doing that or whatever. Not, it's doing, just like, not doing the I'm wise thing. not really thing. managing to do this. Yeah. yeah. Not really managing to do the wise thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then, of course, there's the the mystery of, like, who is talking and why are they sorry and what are they sorry for and who is the uh who are they apologizing to 
Yeah, it almost manages to feel sort of quite personal, like mm. yeah, absolutely. to a particular person, and yet at the same time, in the back with the sort of apocalyptic imagery, which seems like less personal and more like a sort of global or regional thing. Like, sorry, just out to the universe in general. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, well even this the stuff's happening, and even the 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 figures mentioned, like it's a girl and a boy. Mm. We, you know, it's not. It's it's not specific. It's it's and it's not like it's not clear that one of these is the protagonist or no. It's not clear that the like narrator, as it were, even knows these people. Yeah, which is interesting. Then again, like at the at the very end, it's uh, go build yourself another home. This choice wasn't mine. It goes. Mm. It suddenly goes from all being like in the in the third person and. Yeah, quite withdrawn and abstract to you, me. So it's suddenly personal again, which it hasn't been in the verses. It's only been in the chorus where you've got like this implicit, like, I'm sorry, addressing somebody. It's really cool in terms of the, the construction. I yeah, like it's it. Great. Um, which makes me happy because the music is so good that it's nice to kind of like dig into the lyric and just go, oh, this is. This is nicely put together. Yes, you don't feel like it's just, oh, well, you know, one thing or another. Oh, yeah, let's just slap any old words in there. Which, not to say that I've felt that with other songs particularly, but there's, I I don't know, it it just feels like almost like that little bit of extra time, like honing Mm. the lyrics has been spent to make, to kind of make it a, a bit easier to kind of, construct something you know because i think some of the previous stuff has been it's been cool but it's been super vague whereas this is again it is quite abstract but it feels like it's i don't know a little bit easier to kind of construct a a picture in your mind maybe of course i could be all wrong about this no i know you mean like i'm no songwriter but i understand like that some songs seem to be constructed where the music very much comes first. Yeah, and it's... And then you're like, let's chuck some lyrics <laughs> that kind yeah, of work. Yeah, yes. And, this, and some R.E.M. songs feel like that. Mm. Uh, but this this one feels, like, very purposeful and, like, very Yeah, skilled. so regardless of which thing came first or whether mm. they were kind of developed at the same time, whatever yeah. it is, it really works. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm generally impressed by... Even the songs where that we've covered so far that aren't necessarily easy to kind of like build a narrative from, they still mm. read really nicely on the page. That is, and that is something I've definitely underappreciated about REM prior to doing this project. I was just like, oh well, they sing about stuff. <laughs> at least, at least with the earlier songs. Um, yeah, I know their famous stuff is is. Um, I think I feel like a lot of their more famous stuff is a bit more obvious. I was going to reach for the word obvious as well, which is probably why it's popular because it's easy to relate or to. Or why it got released as singles and mm. and that kind of thing. I'm sure that's not universally true. But sure. Yeah. Yes, because there is that common criticism of, let's just say, certain bands where it's, in some ways, it's like just aiming at a very broad target so that Mm. it can kind of 
means something to the largest possible yeah. audience and that feels to me anyway that feels like quite cynical i'm not going to name any names because i think i've been judgmental enough on this episode <laughs> i think it's yeah i think it's tricky i think it can be cynical yeah i don't i don't think like i think a lot of songwriting has a, like a degree of ambiguity or mm. because music's feel was fairly intimate yeah yeah like yeah. most not all music but a lot of music you can put your own spin our own understanding of it it's sure, not necessarily yeah, yeah. coming from a cynical place but yeah i see what you mean and the sort of mass-produced pop yeah 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 super commercial and, and i'm not like that's not criticism rock. of rem i mean i can think of a couple of obvious examples like everybody hurts or something yes yeah which is almost like the <laughs> yeah or um or shiny happy people or whatever that's yeah although shiny shiny happy people we'll get to it when we talk about it but that, that <laughs> that's that's like deliberately sarcastic i feel but they're but they're both songs that are kind of like they're not really there's not really much mm. like you say apart from the tone yeah. potentially of shiny happy people's i don't know particularly everybody hurts seems like very it's obviously very relatable yeah to a lot of people no what is what is this what is this pain you speak <laughs> of like I don't know whether Arya meant it sincerely when they wrote it, hmm. or like meant it cynically, or just meant it genuinely. No. Or, like, well, I, I, I genuinely don't know, and that's a song that maybe hasn't. I don't know. It's easy to be like, oh, it's not that great. It's almost like too obvious, too general, but too then, yeah, 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 and doesn't. It's not. It's not even a particularly fun song. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like in comparison to like I don't know like losing my religion, which again is seems pretty obvious. Yeah. Like whether it's literal their mm. religions and their faith or whatever, whether it's yeah. like other beliefs or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It certainly seems more obvious, but I'd argue, and again, when we get to it, maybe we'll have changed our minds, <laughs> like that it's a much better song just because mm. it's a much more, I, I think it holds up as a more like enjoyable, interesting song. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh I would, oh, I would agree. Spoiler alert. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's interesting, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. But anyway, Sounds like Jerome's brilliant, is what we're saying. Yes, I mean, obviously, like, there's many more songs for me to listen to that I haven't mm. listened to yet, but I'm pretty comfortable with saying this is either my favourite R.E.M. song... Wow. Or, ...or very, very close to it, and it's going to take a lot to dislodge it from, like, the kind of the top of the pyramid oh this is exciting well i don't want to, i don't want to be the one to sludge that but i'm excited to yeah you do you've got the sledgehammer at the ready was that another peter gabriel reference <laughs> yes it was not <laughs> oh i thought you were just coming back no to that. i would love great. it if it was but no oh just claim credit for it <laughs> yeah it out. definitely yes yes that reference which i totally understand was very very deliberate because <laughs> i am brilliant and smart and brilliant and smart Excellent. again <laughs> anyway as are you dear listener you are both brilliant and smart because Smooth. pandering never hurt anyone <laughs> No. Right, join us next time where we talk about Pretty Persuasion. Yes. Bye. Bye. Turn on narrator. Toggle switch. On. GDGCpodcast at gmail.com. I did go to school with Rick Wakeman's nephew. Oh, cool.